Hello and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stern. Here with Lisa Stearns. We're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to Just One Thing. And today is our first episode where we will be talking about you and me, babe. And it is focused on improving relationships. And the just one thing that we're going to talk about today is learning to or just listening better. And um, I've decided that I'm going to actually ask Lisa most of the questions today and see how that goes. We've tried to experiment a little bit with how we're going to format these. So let me ask you, Lisa, why did you think that uh, listening better is important in terms of improving your relationships? Oh wow! <laughs> Maybe I should have studied these questions before we before we decided to film them. Um, I think listening is essential to any relationship because it validates uh, to the person that is talking that they are important. Um, it, it creates a level of respect. It creates and furthers a deeper relationship. What was that you were saying? <laughs> now, in, in terms of uh, a man and a woman relationship, I think it's cliche that, that the wife will be talking to the husband and he'll be, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, what did you say? Right. And, and when, you pay, when you pay attention, I'm focused on you. I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm processing. It validates that your concerns, that you as a person are important to me. Yes, yes. And that's something I think you and I have worked on a lot. Yes, we have. Over the, over the many years that we have been together and... Although our relationship has always been good, I think it has, continues to improve. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, and it's because we work on those little things and right. add just one thing over over and over again. And, Very uh, definitely. And uh, I will say, I, I always felt you were the better listener of the two of us. Oh, interesting. Uh, I've always felt that you were always very tuned in to me, and uh, that made me feel special. It made me feel heard. It made me feel important in a way right from the very beginning that I did not feel with anybody else. I've always felt that my head was just so busy that I wasn't listening. And in fact, um, I really didn't take it on myself to try to become a better listener until I was moved into a management position at work. And I just, uh, whether it was reading or just I saw poor managers, I just decided I was going to really, really focus on whoever was talking, really process what they were saying and uh, validate them, validate their ideas, and I think it made me a much better manager. And certainly that's carried over into our personal relationships. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, and I feel like I have done better. So, um, so right now I'm mm-hmm. doing a bad listening thing. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to point it out. Absolutely. Uh, while you were talking, I was off making a connection and, and figuring out what I was going to say next. So tell me about how you should listen. And that, and that is the perfect sign of bad listening. Okay. <laughs> So, so the important part of good listening is to stay with the person and stay in the moment with what they are thinking. And if you need time to think about the comment that you want to make or the observation that you want to make, then you can pause after they are finished talking and say, I'd like to reflect on that a minute and then make your point. But to be off doing it in your head while somebody else is talking so that you have a point to come back with. Especially when you're on the spot with the cameras and the recording going and everything. So what I did want to ask you, though, was, which is what I was off doing in my head, um, is what do you, you said, well, you just decided to listen better. And what does that, what did that look like to you? How did you know that you were listening better? 
a couple of things that I, I took upon myself. And, and again, I don't know whether this was from reading because I did a lot of reading about uh, psychology of relationships and management and, and those kinds of things at that time. Uh, so I, there were really two things that I focused on. One was whenever somebody began to talk to me, whether it was one-on-one, in a meeting or whatever, I really brought my attention to that person, actually took a breath and, and basically said to myself, focus, listen. Okay. Um, and sometimes it was a little bit disconcerting to people because when I'm really focused, I can't have visual distraction. Right. So sometimes when I'm really listening, I actually close my eyes so I can, I can really too. focus on what's going in my ears. Now that might detract from the, right. you know, the facial expression stuff, but if they're, if I'm really processing what they're listening, I can hear their vocal tone. I can hear the words. And if I need to, I'll open my eyes to see what their body language is doing. But again, okay. it's just taking a moment to say, I am going to focus on what you're saying, right. what that person is going to say or whatever. And then the second thing was to, like you said, just make sure that I'm listening to what they're doing and to make sure that sort of the pass the test to say that I listened well is I would try to paraphrase gotcha. and summarize yeah. what I heard them saying. Not only what their words said, right. but I might say, you know, you told me that you were really enjoying this project, but I saw you roll your eyes and you're, you were kind of leaning back. I got the impression that even though you said those words, right. there's some reticence there. So I was, I kind of paraphrase and kind of interpret what right. I'm hearing. And then, and then they can say back to me, right. mm, you didn't get that at all. Right. But at least they know that I'm really paying attention right. to what they're doing. I think the same is true you know, with you, where you might be telling, everything is fine. I'm saying, you say it's fine, but you know, <laughs> your body language is telling me you're very upset or you're very right. sad or whatever. So it's those two things to me were very, very useful. Absolutely. And uh, so I think for, in terms of you and I, um, I found that, ah, see, I'm closing my eyes right now because I'm thinking while mm-hmm. I'm talking. Um, I found that we really had to make time to be with each other and to not be distracted by life in general, uh, kids, the stressors of the day or whatever. And I think that created time for us to listen Mm -hmm. to each other that I think um, is important in keeping a long-term relationship going. Sure. Um, The other thing I was going to reflect on is... um, Sometimes I think you have to move into a different setting. Oh, absolutely. To really make sure that you're listening to each other, particularly on a, a couple yes. relationship level. Yes. Uh, it's, it's difficult to try to communicate and listen when you're sitting watching television. Right. Or when the kids are yammering the kids are, right, in, in right. the same room. Uh, and I, I always, for our relationship, really since, since we met, I've always found that it's much easier for me to talk and listen deeply when we're walking. Right. Uh, we've always taken long walks together. And going back to our previous episode about forest bathing, number one, it sort of de-stresses me. I'm relaxed. Um, I think just sort of walking allows you to think, process, communicate a little better. Um, it allows me to, to hear you better, focus on the words you're saying as we're walking along. So that's just sort of a little tidbit. If you have to talk about something serious, I'd rather walk and talk, right. holding hands preferably, than you know sitting down across the table right. or or standing and you know communicating with each other across the living room, whether we're throwing pots and pans at each other yeah. or, or, or whatever the case may be. So. But I don't give everybody the impression we ever threw pots <laughs> I have never pans thrown at each other. <laughs> anything at you except a pillow when I'm trying to induce a pillow fight. You know? so. um, and I, what I, I remember is us getting to a point where the, when the kids were uh, teenagers, mm-hmm. um, actually 
making a date night when we could finally leave them home alone. We would just go catch a cup of coffee. Right. Didn't have to be anything special, but it was getting a time that we were out, like you said, a different setting so that we could mm-hmm. sit with each other and separate from home, the kids, whatever the, you know, the right. indicators are, triggers or everything in the home. And I think that was important. The other, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, and I'm, I'm probably not going to phrase this in terms of a question, uh, but it's sort of active listening and communication in general. Um, sometimes, you know, I, when, when we talk to each other, we listen and hear through the filters oh, absolutely. You know, that we might have. And we're interpreting rather than just trying to listen and process and understand the person from where point. they're coming from. Um, and I, I wondered if you could elaborate a little bit on some of the filters that you have dealt with, overcome the challenges of the, and, okay. and what I mean by filters. Yeah, if, that's if you such can. a great, that's a really great question. So to me, frequently, and I see this, I mean, I think we all do it. I, w- I would agree we all do oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Because we have well, our it's unavoidable own. Yes. to some degree. Yes, And it it's is. just being aware of it and sort of being aware and then trying to counter well, I'm hearing it this Can way I step, because... Right. Yeah, so... Right. I, I'm sorry I interrupted. That, please please that's elaborate. That's okay. That's all right. So so the filter is the stories to me. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, um, if you uh, were raised in a rowdy family, let's say, where you never had three minutes to, to, to state your pace without state your piece without somebody interrupting you or taking, you know, trying to draw the attention away from you or whatever... Um, you may, when someone is distracted because because of whatever, um, you may interpret that because of your old stories, you may interpret that as being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. When in fact, maybe they had a, a, suddenly a, a stomach ache or their foot hurt or they had an itch sure. or, or something flew by out the window. And so they are in no way disrespecting you. Mm-hmm. Um, but because you have that old story, you filter it through that story. And now instead of having a calm conversation, you come at them defensively. Well, you know, you're never listening to me. Why aren't you paying attention? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't value what I say when in fact, that's not what was going on at all. Um, I would love to share a story. So uh, many, about 10 years ago, I started out as a, as a personal trainer and um, I went to work with a woman and, um, and, oh God, this is such a great story. <laughs> and I went, to, I, as, as I was developing her program, I said to her, um, would you prefer that I just give you a workout and you take the workout to the gym Mm-hmm. Or would you prefer that I go with you? And my thought was, my only experience really with gym people was you. Mm-hmm. And you really like to be totally in your own head. Mm-hmm. You like to be right. focused on you. You know, you didn't want to think of anybody else. You didn't want to be talking. You just wanted to get your workout in. And so that was my thought in offering her this option of being by herself mm-hmm. was she could either do it on her own if that's where she wanted mm-hmm. to be or I would I would go with her. And her response to that was, I don't mind that I'm fat. You can come with me, and that was her filter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you had, uh, <laughs> didn't mean to say anything like right, that. Right, uh, right. I I was coming from. I wanted to respect your space. I wanted to respect your time, and maybe mm-hmm. you like to be in your head when mm-hmm. you work out. She came from the perspective of I'm embarrassed because I'm overweight. I you know I I don't want people to see me or whatever that was, and that never even came into my mind. Um, and and she, she was great about it, mm-hmm. but I can easily see somebody being really offended sure. if that's the story that's going on in their head and that's the filter they're bringing it through. So yeah, great, 
great, great story. It is a great story. It's a really perfect story of how you can be talking about Absolutely. two completely different things and not and not understand why somebody so, is offended. Yeah. You know, very good. Um, one last thing I wanted to uh, bring up when it comes to listening is the pervasiveness of electronics. You know, phones, computers, television, radio, and when it comes to very listening very carefully. Let me ask you, how do you feel about social media, telephones, computers, <laughs> iPads, I, when I, it comes I, to active listening? <laughs> I would like to see the person that can actively listen and be, dis- and be distracted oh. by social media at the same time or any other. I mean, our eyes are naturally drawn mm-hmm. to anything that's visual, to anything that's got movement to it. And even social media, you know, if you're used to scrolling through a news feed or something, uh, you know, you're looking for the next thing. Sure. You're waiting for the next thing. And if you're waiting for the next thing, you're not in the moment. Yeah, to me, it's like the cliche of the the sitcoms from the you know, 50s and 60s where the husband is, you know, reading the newspaper and the <laughs> wife is talking to him and he's not paying attention. Today's version of that Absolutely. is the iPhone, you know, smartphone, iPad. Headphones. Oh, headphones. Whatever. So to me, if you think you're listening and you're actively using some kind of electronic device... You are not listening. Right. If you're actually doing anything. You you can't, yeah, you can't multitask and actively listen. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean. So uh, what's your one thing you'd like to share about listening? I think I I will repeat what I said earlier is test yourself that you're actively listening. And if you're you're sitting down with your significant other and you're having a discussion, every time that person says something, try to paraphrase back to them, this is what I heard you say. Whether it's word for word or whether right. it's a summation and interpretation, but at least it's an, it shows that you were listening. And it tests yourself that I was paying attention. If I can't paraphrase back to you what you said, right. somehow I drifted off. And so, so I will say it's paraphrasing, but don't be afraid if in the course of a discussion with somebody you find yourself tuning out. Don't be embarrassed to say, I'm I tuned really out, sorry, right? I tuned out. Let me come back. Could you please repeat that? Because it's very important to me. Yeah, I love and that. And acknowledging that that what you say is important to me. And, and my brain just did a weird thing. Yep. I, I think it's okay to do that. In fact, it's a, it's a great relationship oh, yes. builder. To yes, do that. yeah, to acknowledge that. Yeah. Absolutely. And what's your one thing? Oh, my one thing is a little longer, so we may have to save it for another another uh, okay. time. Let's, but uh, we'll but I, I, will, I will go along with you and just say, you know, if you can't repeat back what somebody has said to you, um, it, then, then you need to listen harder. You know, just tune in better. Okay. Thanks Until so next much. time, listen better. Yeah. <laughs>